This is Talking Creative, the art of voiceover directing. The podcast for creatives, voice directors, and voice actors, helping you make the most of every single booking. If you make videos, ads, audiobooks, or anything with a voiceover, then this is the podcast for you. Let's make voiceovers better. Let's start talking creative. Hello and welcome to Talking Creative, the art of voiceover directing. I'm Samantha Boffin, voice actor and director, and this podcast is all about helping you to find, prep and direct the perfect voice actors so you can get the most from every single voiceover booking. This week, we are looking not just at voice actors, although they do get an honourable mention, but it's more about a general look at creativity and how to keep your content and your projects feeling fresh and new. Voiceover is all part of that, of course, and very important we are too, but hopefully this is an inspirational episode because it's easy to fall into the trap of churning out the same old, same old, and before you know it, you look and sound the same as you did 10 years ago, which isn't just dull for you and your clients, but also potentially a real problem. Because if we don't keep learning and being curious and moving forward, we run the risk of stagnating and becoming irrelevant. So what can we do? Well, the first thing is to keep learning new stuff. I'm starting with that because it's very dear to me right at the moment. I've just returned from three conferences in eight days. Actually, I'll be honest, that was was a bit too busy, but they all happened to come at once. I think it was the result of COVID and lots of stuff was put on hold and then it all came in a bunch at the end of the year. But over the next two weeks, I've actually got other things, a couple of smaller conferences, a couple of workshops and an awards ceremony to go to. So it's really busy right now on the run up to Christmas. But why is this useful for me? Going to conferences and actually attending them and taking part in the seminars and the workshops can be a game changer, particularly if you make it a thing not to just attend the conferences that are in your immediate world, but to go outside to stuff that is more on the periphery. Take the three conferences that I've just been to. I'm a voiceover, but actually only one was a voiceover-related conference, and very useful it was too. There were talks about text-to-speech, which is very current right now, and a panel discussion on how radio ads are diversifying, because the ad industry is changing rapidly, and to stay relevant, commercial radio is having to adapt. Now, there were people I knew there, and I met new people. Plus, I was a judge, so I got to see all the entries into the award ceremony. And the other two were a content creation event and a conference for small business owners. So they weren't directly related at all to the voiceover industry. But I learned so much at these two events, because not only did they help me in my own business, which is why I was going in the first place, but they also taught me so much about my potential colleagues and clients, many of whom were actually literally in the room. So for you as directors, keep going to your industry events and actually experience them. But you could also think about doing stuff that is related and might give you different insights. For instance, if you work with voices, 
go to a few voiceover conferences, find out what the hot topics are, what makes them tick. If you work in radio, try a podcast convention. Not the same as radio, but definitely related. If you work in video gaming, go to a film festival. And if you work in e-learning, go to a gaming convention. Whatever business you're in, finding out about that and what's happening in other related industries can be so useful for generating new ideas and keeping you on the money. Which brings me on to... Keep meeting new people, not just the same old people. Why? Well, because you learn new ideas, you meet interesting personalities, and you realise that other people are looking at stuff from a different perspective, or, comfortingly, from a similar perspective. I love this quote from George Gershwin. Originality is the only thing that counts. The originator uses material and ideas that occur around him and pass through him. Out of his experience comes the original creation. Now, at those recent conferences, I met Miss Balloonverse, who created bespoke balloon art for people with lights inside them, and she wore a dress made entirely out of balloons. I met a wizard and an on-the-spot haiku typist with a portable 1970s typewriter, all of whom I had chats with. I also met new people over breakfast and in bars and cafes, and I had long, involved and incredible conversations with them, none of whom were voiceovers, none of whom even needed voiceovers. But they were fascinating, and they were all creating new content in their businesses, so they were full of ideas. And it's not just these events. I am, to my kids' eternal embarrassment, someone who likes to chat anywhere I find myself on buses, in shops, in parks, and I'm generally happy to have longer conversations with people over Zoom or in coffee shops. Obviously, I don't do that every day. I've actually got a job to do. But getting fresh perspectives on life from new people is fascinating, and it makes you look at stuff in a different way. You realise different things make people tick. And if you're in the business of reaching other people with your content, and let's face it, we all are, the more you understand them, the better. And so to number three. Keep watching the kind of content you make. Point one was about learning and being curious generally, and the chances are that you live in the real world, so you're soaking up different ideas all the time. You're watching films, you're playing video games, you're listening to stuff, and you're tuning into creativity everywhere just by being. But are you actively looking out for different ways of doing what you do in a work capacity? It's really easy to get stuck in a rut if you only see or hear your or your immediate colleagues' work stuff. Making an effort to look around at what other people are doing in a similar field can be really useful. When I was at BBC Creative, we were really in touch with what we all produced. But I'll be honest there wasn't a huge amount of time spent looking at what other people in the same industry were doing. Well, to be honest, there literally wasn't a huge amount of time because we were always so stacked, but we probably missed out on some incredible creative campaigns created by competitors. And I regularly worked with a lot of freelance creators, and I loved what they brought to the party because they worked with different people and channels everywhere, so they brought new, fresher ideas in. And there were times... 
awards ceremonies or when we were interviewing major campaigns by other people that you literally couldn't miss, where we did see other stuff. But it probably wasn't as much as it could have been. And I'm sure we miss seeing some great under-the-radar work. Bringing in new ideas and approaches really shakes things up. And this is relevant to everyone. If you make short corporate films, try to watch other corporate films. Seek out the stuff that's being made by other people, maybe where they've got bigger budgets, or those who strive to create something original and new on zero budgets. If you're an audiobook producer, listen to more audiobooks. If you create announcer stuff for shops or public spaces, keep listening out for that wherever you go, all around the world. And if you're thinking, obviously I do that, it's my passion, then believe me, you are streets ahead of a lot of people. Honestly, going back to when I was a creative head, I lost count of the number of creatives, some of them at the interview stage, who proudly said, yeah, well, no, I I never watch TV. I can't remember the last time I sat down and watched anything. And I'd think, don't tell me that. And going back to those conferences, if I was a stage speaker, I would have been fascinated to see all the different ways people presented their talks. From the very simple, just a presenter and a mic and no visuals, this is my story type approach, to really elaborate and creative presentations, with film inserts and finely timed interactive B-roll stuff, magic, hypnotism, incredible costumes and audience participation. Which brings me on to point four. Keep across the new trends, because if you can spot them, you'll keep ahead of the curve and you'll stay relevant. Of course, we love to think that we can be instrumental in brand new trends, but the reality is they are often bigger than that. And so noticing and embracing them is crucial. For instance, take the storytelling trend. Storytelling is in, and it has been in for some time. So it's now becoming more refined, and it changes all the time. Most of those speakers I was talking about They were weaving stories for us on the stage, either their own or creating a narrative for us around a particular theme, with a beginning, a middle and an end. And it's happening across the board, that storytelling vibe. You can see it in adverts, corporates, e-learning, even in in in-store announcements. It's less about, this week's special offer is two for the price of one on hot chocolate, and more, wouldn't it be great to cosy up this Sunday afternoon with some salted caramel hot chocolatino? Just curl up on the sofa and feel the warm blah, 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 blah. Anyway, you get the picture. And it's the nuances that are exciting. So something that's making a difference directly to me and works hand in hand with that storytelling is the natural sound. When I voice almost anything these days, it's less presentary and more like I'm talking to you now, a little rough around the edges, a bit less polished and more real which is surprisingly awkward to crack if the script is a bit silly or formal. But that's a different podcast. And accents. We're all hearing a far greater range of accents right across the board, which is great because that means more diversity and more authenticity. Voices that reflect more people and feel real. So if you want an Essex vibe, directors are looking for someone who is actually from Essex. And it's even more crucial if we're talking about ethnicity or sexual orientation. 
It doesn't really matter whether you can hear ethnicity or sexual orientation in a voice or not, but keeping it real is really important. And spotting the trends in your particular niche is useful. Multicast audiobooks, for instance, or adverts within podcasts that are delivered by the presenters of the podcasts and aren't 30-second ads, but more like fun, looser pieces of content, or dynamic ads that are based on listener information, and so they're more bespoke and geared towards the individual. And take stuff like TikTok, or Memojis, or sustainability, or veganism, colour clashing, or the current obsession with pumpkin spice. Different trends that affect different demographics are gold dust. So, that's it. <laughs> Being creative, the art of staying relevant. Four ways to help you do that. One, keep learning new stuff. Two, keep meeting new people. Three, watch what's happening in your niche. And four, be aware of new trends. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope it was useful. And I will leave you with another quote, this time from Mary Poppins. Open different doors. You may find a you there you never knew was yours. Anything can happen. Well, indeed. <laughs> Keep being curious. This was Talking Creative, and I'm Samantha Boffin. Please do connect with me on LinkedIn for more tips and techniques on working with voice actors and being creative. I'd love to meet you. Bye. Thanks for listening to Talking Creative, the art of voiceover directing. If you enjoyed it, do leave a review on Apple Podcasts or share the episode on social media so other people like you can get the best out of their voice actors. And don't forget, you can head over to talkingcreative.co.uk for the whole series.